Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody and welcome to Wiregrass Haunts. I am your host, Stan Fikes, and I have with me my awesome, beautiful co-host, my wife, Miss Teresa Fikes. Teresa, are you with me? Yes, I am. Awesome. Um, I want to let everybody know that now, Web uh, Wiregrass Haunts, we haven't had a show in a couple of weeks because we've kind of been out of pocket. We've actually been in Wilmington, North Carolina, along with Web Paranormal Group. We were investigating the USS North Carolina battleship. And uh, so 
with all of that going on, there there wasn't any time to actually put together a show. So we were we with R.I.P. That's right. We right. were. We were with R.I.P. Investigations. Um, those guys are awesome. Um, they tend to help us quite a bit on on kind of outward places like that. But um, uh, but we, tonight we have an awesome, awesome guest. We have Shadow Chasers. Um, they're out of Pensacola, and this group is just phenomenal. And we'll we're gonna bring them in here in just a few minutes. And um, y'all just y'all need to go like everything that they got because they got some great stuff. Great people on their group, and they are just making waves in this field. So, uh, uh, but we will bring them on in just a minute. Um, I do have a couple of announcements. Um, if you're local here in Dothan, tomorrow night, I think it's Foster Fest. Isn't that right, Teresa? No, it's July, it's, the first Friday in July. Okay, the next I'm sorry. Friday. Next Friday. I think the 5th. <clears throat> I think it's July 5th. July 5th. Okay. Well, Foster Fest is, is coming. And Web Paranormal Group's going to be out there, so I want to invite everybody that wants to come out and meet us and talk with us and 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 that type of thing. Um, we're pretty good, nice people, so y'all come out and talk with us and uh, see what we know. Um, it'll be pretty fun. That way you can get all the good food and stuff at all the vendors just there at Foster Fest. And uh, they, they got some really, really good food. Teresa, do you have anything that you want to mention? I sure do. Hang on just a second. I'm trying to pull it up now so I make sure I have the dates correct. Um, I do believe that it is on July 6th when Webb, the city, of, the town of Webb, Alabama, is having their 4th of July Jubilee celebration. They're going to be four to nine at nine o'clock. Fireworks will start, but they will have inflatables, uh, water slides, uh, all kind of food vendors and other vendors out there. Of course, Web Paranormal is going to be out there, too. And we're going to be meeting everybody that comes out. Uh, it is, like I said, at the Web Recreational Park. And I think admission for adults is $5. Children 12 and under get in free. Uh, military and veterans naturally are free. And every year they've had this guy come out with a trailer full of watermelons and you get all the watermelon you can eat for free. Ooh, I know where I'm going to get lined at. <laughs> and it's awesome. The fire department puts on the fireworks display. The money uh, that they're taking in for admission helps pay for the fireworks. So really and truly, if you know the expenses of that and the equipment that they have to get to put on this huge display, they're really not making a whole lot. Mm -hmm. It is just to pay for what I call the party. Right. So well, we'd like to invite everybody to come out. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I do feel a portion of this goes to the fire department. So um, support your local fire department, no matter where you are, your yes. local rescue squad, no matter where you are. Um, that is a vital, vital part of your community. And uh, 
you know, sometimes communities miss out on having that. So be thankful that you have a system that's set up to help people. Um, so, well, Teresa, do you have anything else? No, that's it. Awesome. Well, I wanted to speak a little bit about the battleship um, just for a couple of minutes. First off, I want to thank RIP Investigations for going and hanging out with us at the battleship, um, helping me with all of the equipment. Um, there was a lot of it. Um, the battleship is like 729 feet long. There's nine levels. Um, it's 104, 114 feet wide. And uh, we had to cover that entire battleship. And uh, if... Uh, honestly, honestly, because it was only four of our group, Web Paranormal group, that went. Is that right? One, two, yes. three. Yeah. And if it hadn't have been for their their group coming and helping us, um, it it would have taken me all night long to set up all the equipment. So uh, um, my hat's off to them. I thank you guys for coming and hanging out and making that long ten and a half hour trip. Um, and we're going to do it again next year. So <laughs> <laughs> next, I hope more next, people can go with us next year because we didn't cover half of that ship. No. And, and we got, let's see, Teresa, you got touched. Your clothes got tugged on. Yes, uh, and the galley is like somebody, but they were trying to pull on my shirt, but they caught part of my pants you know, and my shirt together. It was just tugging, like they was trying to get my attention. And then we also heard what sounded like one of the metal tables being dragged across the floor. But we didn't see anything. But we just heard it. And we heard footsteps. And this was all in the galley. Oh, yeah. And, well, of course, when we were up around the crow's nest or around the bridge area, um, we heard some footsteps as well. And... uh, also, um, Tim and Jerry, I think they were at the other opposite end of the ship. And when we got down close to the engine room, you could hear banging like hammers mm-hmm. in the engine room. And anybody that gets a chance to go and see the USS North Carolina, you can go and take a tour. It's not that expensive, 14 15 bucks a person. Um it is well worth it. Go down to the engine room, into the galley, stuff like that. Um, you know, talk to the people there. Let them know that you heard about this on, on Wiregrass Haunts and ask them if they'll turn the lights off just in the galley for you and see how dark it is. And then just simply stand there and take it in. Um, you can almost feel the sailors that will just kind of gather around you. I was setting up equipment downstairs in the galley by myself and I was running cameras, uh, running cables and I had a flashlight in my mouth and that was the only light I had. And I could literally feel like a crowd of people gathered up around me, like they were watching what I was doing. And honestly, you know, I've done a lot of investigations, been in a lot of, really negative places and 
this just literally gave me the heebie-jeebies. I mean, it's like you had somebody standing over you watching what you're doing and uh, like, oh, am I going to make a wrong move or something? You know, so, um, you know, that's an experience that everybody needs. So if you get I'm a like, chance, go ahead. I'm saying I'd like to give a shout out to the, um, what's it called? The Ghost Walk of Old Wilmington. We did that. The guy was awesome. He knew his stuff and he told some tales that most people don't ordinarily hear about. You know, like how the city was built on top of a graveyard. That the was pretty city. spooky. Yeah. I'm I'm from there. I know the entire <laughs> city. There's dead yep. people everywhere. I mean you know, I thought so. Savannah, Georgia was the only one like that. I didn't know Wilmington was that way too. <laughs> number two on the most haunted list. Yes. And you know that um that ghost walk has been on like the travel channel. It's been uh it's been seen on taps with taps went through there. Of course we got to see Guess who? Ron Perlman. <laughs> well, we were there. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and he is as big as he seems in the, the movies too, y'all. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has hair the same color as me. So uh <laughs> no, yours is more white. <laughs> oh gee, thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks. All right. Well, do you, are, is that everything that you have for right now? Yes, it is. Awesome. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and bring in our guest. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Sure. All right. Everybody in Wiregrass Haunts Land, as I call it, without further ado, I would like to introduce Miss Sarah White and Miss Nina Neal of Shadow Chasers. Ladies, are you there? Yes. Hi, Stan. We're here. Hey, I'm. So, we got the babbling on there. I'm sorry. We uh, we were uh, <laughs> we were just reminiscing on a time, a good time that we had. Um, we wish you guys could have gone with us. Oh, I wish I could have too. If I hadn't I had to uh, deal with things here at home, uh, I certainly would have been there. Me and my husband both. Right. Well, now you'll have another chance next year. Oh so yeah, next have- year definitely. A whole year to plan it. Yeah, we're. Girl, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to plan on it. <laughs> here, uh, we've but got. Take Nina. Take Nina with us. Yeah. You got to plan for the whole week though, because there's a lot of stuff there to do. Oh goodness, don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good I, to me. When we're, I'll go right now. <laughs> I think you guys would enjoy that. Um, mm-hmm. On a history tour that we took. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was pretty awesome, and it was kind of ironic when we got down towards the end of the tour. The our guide Anthony, um, he was talking because Wilmington is a place that they make a lot of movies. Um, <laughs> the Conjuring was uh, was yeah. one of the movies that they filmed there, and he was talking about Andrea Perrin being in the apartment building that he lives in. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he and I started on our way back to the uh, Black Cat Cafe um, or the Black Cat Shop, I'm sorry. Um, we were talking about 
we had Andrea Perrin on our show and uh, some of the instances of during the movie and that type of thing, the differences that actually occurred and how how the movies kind of um, recreate things that way. So, uh, um, you know, that was really super interesting that uh, uh, and hope we're trying to get him to come on the show. And if we can get him to come on the show, then maybe he can tell us some of his experiences during this ghost walk. And he was totally skeptical uh, when he first started. Now he's a firm believer. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. Um, well, ladies, I would, uh, Sarah, let me start with you, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, I don't mind. Kind of what do you, you know? Um <laughs> I want to. Can you tell us how you started Shadow Chasers? Oh, okay. Well, I started it out of, um, I guess, my love for the paranormal field, and I had experiences all of my life from a small child all the way up to, uh, I dare say, I'm 58 years of age now, and uh, still experiencing things. And um, so I just started it back in, mm, I can't even remember, it's been so long ago. Um, I know I was probably in my early 30s, somewhere around in there. And the first members of the team were myself, my husband, and my two children. Hmm. And that was it. (laughs) We've been around for quite some time. We've evolved, let's say. That's good, though. Evolving is a good thing. Um, yes, it is. Kind of change with the things, with times and stuff. So um, when you created this, you said that your members was your husband and your children. Um, yes. Did you, did you start out just doing private cases or um, just going to historical places and investigating? How did you start out that? Just Mostly back then, it was private cases, Um, friends that would tell me that they had things going on in their home, and then uh, some other people found out that we were doing it, and they would call me and ask us to come out and check out and see what was going on. So that's basically how um, it got. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. started, and of course, the home that my family were living in, and, and I, I dare say the home at that time, but just about every home that we've ever lived in has had something going on in it. But at that time, the home that we were living in was very active. And so we started, um, you know, just doing investigations at the home. And then uh, my kids and my husband and I just decided, hey, well, we need to do this, you know, full time and see what kind of evidence that we can capture and just, you know, have that proof that there is activity from the spirit world every single day all around us and, um, you know, help people that are non-believers and skeptics to understand that there is something past this life here. There is life after death, and the spirit does carry on once the spirit leaves the body when this body ceases to be anymore. Right, um, which I totally agree. Uh, so you basically, it was kind of word of mouth of how you got you know, these people said, hey, I know somebody that does that. Um, so when you when you interacted with these people, these clients, as I call them now, um, it's kind of a lot of times they end up as being friends. But uh, um, right. the, the clients, did they uh, did they expect a lot out of you guys or was it kind of taboo back then to even speak about this to to people? Well, basically, it was taboo because back then we didn't have all the paranormal shows on TV that we have now. And, um, you know, people were skeptical to even say anything because, number one, they didn't understand what was going on in their homes when they had activity that they didn't understand. And they were afraid that if they did tell someone that, of course, people would look at you like you're crazy and basically, you know, thank you, crazy. And then. If it got too too much for them to handle, you know, a lot of people, they'll cut your friendship off. They'll stop right. talking to you, stop, you know, socializing with you because they say that you're weird. Well, I am weird, but... Um... I am too, and I, I wave that weird flag every day. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm weird in a good way, you know, hey. Me too. But, um, uh, you know... When when I got into the paranormal, things were a little tab taboo as well. But uh, right, you know when you guys are running around helping people, helping your neighbors and your 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 fellow people, um, did it did does it affect you in a way kind of like me? It just makes me feel really giddy. Maybe giddy is the wrong word, but really. Um, like I've fulfilled something when I help a family to see that there's something there, that there's God, that there's a way out. Uh, there's a reason why you're having this. This is why I believe you're having this. That is just a fulfillment within myself. I mean, do you feel the same way? I do now um, because that, and I'll explain that, back then, it was like a double-edged sword for me. 
because I was all excited because we would capture this on photo or we would capture, you know, a voice on the DVR. Um, and that, that was exciting to me and to my husband and to the kid. But then also for me, on the other side of that coin, the excitement's on one side and the other side, you got that feeling where you can't say anything about what just happened because if you do, then your friends are going to think that you're crazy and they're not going to want to socialize with you and they're going to drop your friendships and, you know, yada, yada, the whole taboo thing, you know, because yeah. people, even face it today, there's people out there that don't want to talk about the spirit world. They don't want to acknowledge that there are demons that roam this earth, you know, and they're doing their job every single day. You know, there's good and there's bad. They just don't want to talk about all that stuff. I don't know if it's that they are afraid to or they choose not to or whatever, but, um, you know, I'm one of those type of people. I like to know what's going on in my world, and I take the good along with the bad, and I want to know. I've got one of those minds, you know, inquiring minds want to know. I want <laughs> to know. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I totally agree that, you know, there are people that – just that honestly I think they know it's there they're just um, one too scared to acknowledge that it's there because it might actually affect them or two right. too caught up within themselves or True. too caught yeah. up in in and everybody's gonna like the last time I said this on my show um Christianity killed the world. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I'm a Christian. I love God with all my heart. Um, I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But right. when you have so-called Christians running around out there bashing people because they, one, believe in the paranormal. Okay, well, I believe in the supernatural. I believe in God. He is just about as supernatural right. and paranormal as you can get. Um, Amen to that. And, and I have seen demons firsthand um, experience yep. their power. And um, um, because of my past, you know, it led me in this direction. And I think that you and I, just like Teresa and Nina um, and all the other guys in your group, are meant to do these things because. We've got to get the word out there. We've got to help people to understand mm -hmm. this is not right. an affliction. Okay. This is not something that's tying you down. This is not something you've got to let affect your life in a negative way. And, uh, you know, when, when the old lady calls and says, uh, I hear this, they just imagine if they called 911. What would they say? <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, they would, would send hilarious. a police. Right, they would send a police car out there, and this, you know, they would be like, "Okay, well, what kind of medication are you on?" Or, you know, that right. type of thing. Well, we're there to listen to these people, and listen to what they've experienced, and help them understand what they've experienced, and to document, "Hey, yeah, this is you've seen this, you know, you've seen the chair slide across the the room." Okay. Um, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, with all that said, I, you know, I totally agree. 
um, bringing paranormal out of the taboo, that was the best thing in the world that people could have done. And all the investigators and stuff have now need to keep that going. Um, but well, see, I think, you- I think in this day and time, I think that Christians have pretty much blinders on to the spiritual world. And the reason why I say that is because if, if you read your Bible and you know your Bible, it talks about that the disciples went about casting out de- demons from people in the name of God, in the name of Jesus. Well, you know, if it happened in God's time, in Jesus' time, it still happens today. You know, there's no difference other than a long span of time has taken place. Do you not believe that we are all spiritual beings? Because we are. The Bible will tell you that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and we are made in God's image. In God's image, God is a spirit. So naturally, we have a spirit that, if you want to say it like this, encased in this carcass of flesh. And whenever this flesh dies and and we leave this world, our spirit goes on to wherever it's supposed to say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Supposed to be. Hopefully, if you've lived a good life, it's heaven. If not, then, you know, you're going to go to the other place. I mean, a lot of people don't believe that there's heaven and hell. They, You know, there's atheists out there that don't even believe that there is a God. Um, you know, it takes all kinds of people to make this crazy world go right. Um, I agree, totally. You know, it's and one of these things I say to atheists, okay, y'all stop and think about it. You know, a mushroom mm-hmm. didn't fart and just make y'all be, okay? Um, right. It, it just didn't happen that way. Sorry, you know. So, no, um, I believe that too. When you get people that selfish and self-centered and think, oh, there's nothing greater than me out there, um, I'm sorry. In the <laughs> end, you're going you're gonna to find out that you're totally wrong. Um, yeah, so. yeah. I can tell it's going to get deep tonight. This <laughs> is going to be a deep conversation. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, you know, I haven't I even it. gotten on the 
paranormal shows yet, so uh, uh, we're headed right. in that direction. <laughs> yeah, um, we are. Awesome. So now, Sarah, I want to hear from Nina, if that's okay. That's amazing. This, this young lady here, I tell you, you're going to love her. I love her to death, and she is a phenomenal lady and one <laughs> heck of a paranormal investigator and empath and psychic, so you're going to enjoy her. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, Nina, are you there? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Awesome. awesome. Well, it's, it's awesome to be able to meet you. One day, I will be able to meet you in person. One day. Definitely. All right. Um, you know, it it was awesome when I when we got to meet Sarah. She is a beautiful, right. beautiful lady and, and the paranormal field is just lucky to have her in there. So um, all right. So Nina, tell us how you got started in the paranormal and what pushed your buttons. Well, I started at a very young age being able to see things. And um, I was raised in a strict family where you didn't do these things. So for many, many years, I didn't express what I was seeing and everything until like the last 30 years. And then I couldn't keep quiet about it anymore. And at that time, I started um, mainly doing the psychic things. I started working with missing person cases and cold bed files is one way I got started in it. And I'm also an animal communicator, so I started doing missing pet cases. And um, then from there, I got involved with the paranormal fields. And I actually work with about four different paranormal teams right now. And so I get plenty of investigations in. But I just love the spirit world and what all it has to offer. Awesome. Um, so... You said you started uh, experiencing things and seeing things when you at a young age. Um, what? How do you think that that come about? I mean, did w did you get something like that from your parents, or were they able to see things? Like that? They wouldn't say if they did, but where we lived in particular, we come to find out later that there was um, they dug up an Indian in the backyard many years after we moved out. But we had seen this gentleman walking through there on a few occasions, and I actually had my hand get bit, and I had teeth marks on it, and little things like that, you know, that, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't want to, I don't know where we got it from, but for some reason, it, it's there. I don't know if it skips a generation or whatever. Hmm. Well, you when, you, when you say you see things and experience things, it's like, other people that's passed on or or explain yes. that to us yes i see other people that have passed on um i also it's why a lot of times i'm out in public i don't look up because if i make eye contact i know i've got to talk to them and a lot mm. of times i've had them since i worked at er for many 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 years and i learned that people would come to me to help me cross them over like i'm something special i don't know but they would come to me to be crossed and uh, I often see them in the states they were in when they died. And luckily, when they cross, I get to see them at a better age. Right. Wow, that's got to be kind of kind of bad on you um, when you see them in the state of how they died. Yes. 
Definitely, and it's gotten so bad, even with the animals. If I see an animal that's been hit by a car and dies, I feel its last few moments. And so it's 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 very draining at times, and some say it's a gift, and, and sometimes I don't feel that way. But, you know, when I'm able to get someone's pet back home to them or their loved one found, you know, that makes it all rewarding. Right, right. Um. So you're able to pick up on things, and and obviously spirits that's passed on come and see you or or talk with you. Do you ever experience any demonic features or any negative spirits? Oh yes, I have experienced a couple of those, and um, one in particular. I thought it was a bad dream. Um, that I experienced and I just kept remember I was screaming God is good God is great God is good God is great until this thing shriveled up and died and again I thought it was a dream until I was telling my roommate about it next morning and he pointed out these footprints in the carpet in the hall that were over a foot long and there was handprints up on the wall too that were over a foot in diameter it's just like holy crap so maybe it wasn't really a dream but that each time it made me realize that I need to make my faith in God a little bit stronger to help, you know, fight these kind of things off. Right. So, are now, are you asked by other paranormal teams to come in and do cleansings or just uh, use, use your psychic abilities to pick up on things? Well, Sarah and I were just talking about it because they just had a TV show on that I was called in originally to um, cleanse the house, uh, the team was, um, after the Dead Files team had been in there. And so that show was on again tonight. And then somehow we turned back in the house. So Sarah and I went a second time to try and help cleanse this house. And um, I just got off the phone with that family just a wee bit ago because we were talking about the show being on, and they're still experiencing stuff. But that's because they have a loved one that's passed on, their father. And I know they want to keep the portal open so that the father can get through. Right. Now, you, in your, how long have you been uh, investigating the paranormal? I'd probably say about 30 to 35 years. Wow. Oh, so that's, that's a good time. Um, so in your experience investigating the paranormal, do you feel like, families when they call a paranormal team in because they're having experiences or they're having incidences happen in their home. Do you think that maybe some of these people are wanting you to contact their loved ones? They feel like their loved ones are there and uh, that type of thing. Sometimes, sometimes I do. Now I do also do readings, but I never tell anyone that I can, Called their loved ones because I never called anyone back from the other side. Because I figured they're here, they're there, and they're having a good time. If they want to be here, they'll be here. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, if the loved ones show up, I will tell them that. But I do feel sometimes they do contact us in hopes of us being able to connect with someone on the other side that they love, especially when they find out that I'm a psychic. Um, that's really interesting. I. Um, we have a couple of impasse on our team. <coughs> and of course, my wife, she is very, very. Say goodbye 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply gifted as well um uh uh, so we just and the reason i asked you that question we just recently ran into a situation to where um these people that we were investigating for um wanted us to reach out to a family member and uh honestly speaking i'm not in the paranormal field for that. Um, right. If, if, I, if I run into a situation whenever we're doing an investigation and I feel like maybe it is a family member, then, you know, if that client wants to talk with them briefly or whatever, I allow that, but I'm not there to interact with that family member. I'm there to right. prove or to show the family that, you know, what this is and that type of thing. Because if that family member is talking back to this side, then there's some sort of unfinished business or there's some sort of something that they need to tell their family. And most of the time when we have that interaction, that uh, relative or that family member moves on. And then, and, and what sparked me with this was when you were talking about leaving the portal open. Um, if that family member moves on and they don't have any, rea- any interaction with their family member again, then that kind of sets in a little bit of a spiritual depression, if you will. Um, right. I've actually had people ask me, why did you make my family member disappear? Why did you make them go away? So when, when we have somebody that approaches us, uh, my such and such is here at the house. I know it and I just want to talk with them. I tend to shy away from those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you guys? Um, personally, I think if, that's like a really kind of a cheesy way to get a psychic reading out of something, you know. But um, <laughs> sanctions, 
you know, your loved ones can always come back to you. There's, it's never totally closed off to them. Right. Um, because our hearts and everything can bring them. And they've got to be able to pass those feathers down to us and the coins and everything that means so much to us. You know, so I tell them that they, nothing's ever totally finished. And I learned working the ER, you would not believe how many deaths occur during an argument. And the most thing I heard most in the ER was I didn't get a chance to say I'm sorry. And that's one of the most common things that people want to say to them. <laughs> right. It's kind of heartbreaking, too, when you run into someone that's uh, missing their significant other or their family member. And they do leave this world without saying I love you or, you know, whatever. Yeah. That is that is kind of heartbreaking whenever you hear these your clients talk about that. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and honestly, um, that kind of depresses me. <laughs> so, um I tend to shy away from that, you know, and that might yeah. be a little selfish on my part, but uh um but if my client really wants to sit down and say, Hey, I need to talk with you about this, you know, um I do. And um, you know, that's one of the things that I, I think that sets paranormal investigators away from ghost hunters, if you will. Um yeah. You have ghost hunters that's running around these these places. They don't know if they're haunted or have spirit activity or whatever. They're just hunting them. Okay. Um, if I go hunting, it's deer hunting. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be called into some place that has already had experiences, and I'm there to help the family understand why this is going on. And, right. Uh, so. You know, I have a real, real issue with the whole thing of ghost hunting. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know if you guys felt that way or. Uh, well, you, know, you got to do what you got to do in this field to stay sane. Because we <laughs> deal with so many things that are really off balance. So we have to right. find our own limits with what we want to deal with that's going to keep us you know, feeling good about ourselves and being able to continue to do what we do. Right. To do what we do. Exactly. Isn't that right, Sarah? That's right. And trust me, we deal with a lot of uh, people that are, you know, we have to really guard ourselves because we do meet some people that are really kind of like out there, you know. Oh, yeah. Almost every investigation. Well, you need to hang with me more, girl, because I've been told I've got demons all around me, so... <laughs> I can give you a couple of pages of uh, demonic features that I've 
had experiences with. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, the the whole the whole family thing. It, when I was in the fire service. I've heard people say, oh, the firefighters are standing over there laughing and joking, and there's a wreck, okay? Well, after we do our job, you know, we may stand over at the fire department, fire truck and kind of laugh and joke a little bit because we've set aside. Right, yeah. we've made ourselves a third entity to the whole thing, and if we don't, and we carry the weight of all these accidents and all these um deaths and stuff that occur um, on our watch, we would not be sane enough to do our job. No, you have to I mean, that's what I learned in the ER. So many times, you know, I just realized that I just have to maintain for that 12 hours. And then I can cry my eyes out or whatever as I leave, you know, or when we finally slow down enough, we can all joke around. We all have demented sense of humor that work in services like that because you have to. Sure. I agree. And, um, you know, it, it, and my hat's off to you for being in the, in the, in the emergency room, because when I was a paramedic, I carried so many people to and fro from that place. And, and that is not a good place to be. I mean, it, just, <laughs> it is definitely earned my combat pay. I'll tell you that much. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'll tell you what, guys, I could not be a nurse or a fireman or anything of that nature to have to deal with that kind of thing every single day. I, I just, I don't have that in me. I just, and I praise you guys that do, definitely. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You're yeah, welcome. I, I've done that for so long, and, um, and, and honestly, the only reason that of course, I got, I fell and got hurt. The only reason I'm not in the paid service anymore, but um, I volunteered for a long time, and um, I, I contracted COPD, so uh, I can't really uh, deal with all the smoke and and the rapidness of of that type of uh, job anymore. So, right. yeah, and I became disabled, so I couldn't stand on my feet anymore. It just, it, right. it does break you down, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, back back when I was a firefighter, you know, they, sure, we had the SCBAs and stuff, but uh, we wasn't made to wear them. No. Um, they taught us how to, and they taught us that it would be better for us to, but I can't tell you how many times I've jumped straight off a fire truck and grabbed a hose line and run straight into the smoke-filled building right. and and I'm paying for it today. To back to get it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I'm so I'm paying for it today. But all those lives that I that I interacted with and that I was able to help, um, you know, that's I wouldn't change a thing. No, that's it. I've got to say, I lost my faith in God for many years because I had a a sister that became bitter religious, but yet was the most evil person on earth. And so I lost my faith in God. But working the ER, it restored my faith in God because I got to see miracles work firsthand. Mm. And I've, I'm so strong in my faith now. It's it's unbelievable because of these miracles I've seen happen. Right. It'll do your heart good, that's for sure. 
Definitely. And your mind. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, I, you had touched a little bit, um, Nina, and also Sarah. You got both guys, you, you were there. Both of you were. Um, can you go into a little bit more about Sicily Island and, and how that all that took place? Well, well it, it was Nina's uh, case, so I'll let Nina tell you. Okay. It started off with them contacting us because they felt they had demons in the house. And um, they had been told by a TV show to contact us, but they wouldn't tell, it, tell us who it was. And so we went over there, and we were investigating, and there had been a pregnant woman that was pushed down the stairs. There was a puppy that was thrown from a second, second floor landing and stuff like that happening, and especially their infant being um, terrorized by this thing. But when we got there, mm-hmm. we realized they really did have a demon. And, I mean, this thing grabbed me by the waist and dragged me out of the room. And I'm wow. um, they, you know, it's kind of like, well, all right, then. You know, I'm not going to turn my back on you again. But um, he's very strong. There's no two ways about that. Um, he also, there were many elementals there, which is one of the first times I've encountered that many elementals in one location. And, of course, they're pretty easy to take care of once you, you know, figure out where they are and give them something to do. But um, there's one strong there, one strong thing that we call Ditto. And we actually have a picture of his face showing up in a bookcase. Mm. And um, his name was uh, William Lego Ditto. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there was one of their daughters had been not quite right in the head. And she'd been shoved off to an institution for many years. And then after she became too old for the institution, they brought her home and they locked her in the attic until she passed away. So she actually passed away in that attic. And um, there was a gentleman shot by a jealous husband and another one shot on the back porch because of he, he got caught with someone else's wife. So there's a bunch of people being shot there. Wow. And there was many funerals that were held in their living room because it was a nice big living room back in the day. So the house had quite a few things going on when, when I first encountered it. Mm. And, and not to mention called, the land, too, Nina. Yeah, the land as Tell well. Tell about the land. Yeah. Yeah. The land um, had just hundreds of people on it. It was like yep. almost like a huge factory is the best way to describe it. There was everything. There was Indians. There was Cubans. There was Spanish. All these people that were tied to this land that something had happened on the land. And um, at, after we went there, we called in um, the Cajun demonologist, Jeremy Leonard. And he went over there, and he did an exorcism on the house. And we got there, and he started calling for backup. And so it's like, oh, okay. So um, we got him some backup. And their house was quiet for some time. And then it started picking up again. And so they contacted me again. And that's when Sarah and I went over there. And I'll let Sarah take over from there. And she's fresh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Where do I where do I begin? I mean, we went in and um we started we did the initial walkthrough and talking with the family again once we got there and and um in that one and it was a top bedroom, was it, Nina? The upstairs yeah, bedroom that had Two small like doors. I mean, these these doors maybe yeah. would have reached you waist high. Um, I imagine they probably used them for storage. Yeah, right. 
and then so right and then i went into one of the the rooms and sat there and i told them you know to shut the door because i felt a sudden urge to go in there that the entity that was in there that i really needed to talk to it and you know tell it that it needed to leave and to move on and Whenever I went in and I asked them to shut the door behind me, I was there in the dark with this. The only way I could describe it, it looked like um, like a, just this white mist at first. And then it started forming as I was talking to it. And then right before it actually completely formed where I could see some type of an image in the mist, it jumped me. And when it jumped me, buddy, I came out of the room. I, I come out and uh, I told the girls, I said, got to take a break, you know, got to go downstairs, go outside. I need some fresh air. So we went outside and we decided that while we were outside, we were going to go ahead and bless the perimeter with um, sage. And we started walking in, uh, with the sage. But before we could get the, the sage lit to to walk with it, it like flared up. I mean, I've never seen a bundle of, of sage flare up like it did. I mean, it just like you would have like a fire thrown a match. Yeah, exactly. Or even bigger than that, because it was like taking and pouring gasoline on a brush fire and then t- striking the match and throwing it. It it literally just flared up like that in, was it your hand, Nina, that you were holding? You were holding it, wasn't you? No, someone else was holding it. I was putting the rosaries in and the coffee. Oh, the okay, well, someone else was, was holding the sage, and yeah. uh, it just flared up. And whenever it flared up, I mean, that was like an indicator right there that, you know, something something didn't want us blessing the land. It was fighting us, and, and it was just, it was an investigation that I was blessed to be on. I was fortunate to be there. And glad that I was there with Nina. And, you know, I'll never forget it. Never forget it. But what happened after we got back to the hotel, we left the family and we were going to go eat, which we did. But um, when we went to eat, everybody that was with us in the group said that I didn't act like myself. And Nina can, I don't really remember all of it because (laughs) the same that was in the, the attic thing, the attic area with me, it actually jumped me, and I did not know that it was piggybacking me. But Nina said that I acted really strange. <coughs> I acted like whenever I was eating, I would pick my food up with my fork and just sit there and twirl my fork and look at it like I hadn't seen food in a very long time. But she just said that I just started acting really, really strange. And then back at the hotel, this thing came at me again from the corner of the room. It was a black looking ball that actually had come from the corner of the room and the top of the the ceiling down to the floor to the end of the bed where I was laying with my head at the end of the bed. And it actually jumped me. And when it jumped me, I started choking. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply and started crying and I jumped and went to the bathroom and started throwing up violently. And whenever Nina could get the door open to get to me, when, when she got to me, she started holding me and praying over me. And she was using uh, salt to salt me down and, and to get this thing away from me. But I think what I had done, I had actually taken that entity away from the home to get away from the family and it, it attached itself to me, and it actually came home with me on the trip. It took wow. me a very long time. It took me a very, very long time, weeks afterwards, to even get back to myself. Even my husband and my mother told me that I, I wasn't acting right when I got home. It was, it was yeah, very, very was unusual case. Yeah, she definitely was not herself. She, she even morphed when she was talking to us, it was like, holy crap. Um, I knew something major was going on because I had actually dozed off when this thing jumped her. And I didn't know what was going on because I was like, and it, we were getting ready to go back to the family. Mm-hmm. But then we all called the family and said, you need to come here because we have him. He's no longer there. He's with Sarah. If we go back there, we'll bring him back to the property <laughs> and we'll go back. So Boy, was he with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was definitely with Sarah. So, wow. 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 That well, I mean, I'm not gonna say that's cool. That's cool, but um, <laughs> that was kind of cool, you know. That that Sarah, you uh, you kind of took that with you um, to take care of the situation. Um, well, well, ladies, I we're did going... that because I did that because there was a child involved, you know, and I I felt specifically led to take that thing away from the house because I knew in my heart and in my spirit that it wasn't going anywhere if I didn't. Right. It was well, going to stay there and it was going to terrorize that family. That, that's pretty, that, that's pretty gutsy. Um, and Again, of course we do what we do. <laughs> right. We do what we do. And then of yep. course, and, Paranormal 101, whenever you're taught that, they, they tell you that's a no-no, but uh, yep, you do I what you have no. to do. 
Yeah, you do what yeah. you have to do, and um, you just have to safeguard yourself, you know, as much as yeah, you that can. Yeah, right. our plan. That wasn't our plan at all, but when we realized what happened, we thought, oh, dear, well, we, all we could do is just say, you get it. Yeah, and someone uh, had to take the bull by the horns, so to speak, so you know me. <laughs> you all got right, it. Here I go. Bull in the china shop, so to speak, you know, so yeah. I go in and, and take this thing upon myself to get it out of there. And because I wanted the family safe and especially the child, which was a beautiful little boy. I mean, just as sweet as he could be. And he won my heart. We we actually took him. It was his birthday weekend and we actually took him some little birthday presents and had a little birthday thing with him and the family while we were there. Oh. And uh, he just he just won my heart. And. When you got a child like that involved, you're gonna do, you're gonna step out of those boundaries. I do anyway, you know. Sure. Um, I know from talking to you and Teresa, you've told me <laughs> you got to separate yes. yourself, you know, from the the mommy mother uh, attitude, you know. But right. um, yes, I don't know. Sometimes you you just can't, you know. It just pulls at your heartstrings too hard. Yeah, it's ruination sometimes, but uh, you yeah, know that's. It is. Just, just the way it is. But, uh, yeah, all right, you well, just ladies, put yourself in danger. Oh, yeah. Um, well, ladies, we need to take a little bit of a break. Um, Got to play okay. some commercials and a couple of songs. Um, gives you time to get up and go get you something to bite to eat or drink or whatever it is you need to do. And um, um, we'll be back in probably about seven, eight minutes. So uh, um, everybody, good. I want to... Awesome. I want to thank everybody for listening to Wiregrass Haunts tonight. We have some awesome guests, the Shadow Chasers. And when we come back, we're going to get down and deep with some things. And uh, um, Teresa's going to ask some questions, and uh, we're just going to find out some more stuff. So y'all come back here in just a few minutes. It's going to be fun.
Have you thought about becoming a published author? Don't have time around work, school, or family? Let us do the work for you. Save time by allowing eWriter resources to work for you. You deserve the best online writing services available. Let us make your book and your dreams come true. Be a published author in 14 days when we custom ghostwrite your ebook. If you need an expert, allow us to handle your business writing and ebook. We are capable of creating ebook covers, websites, and all the content to go on it. Check us out at eWriterResources.com. web design, press releases, blog posts, product descriptions, academic writing to cheat in class, social media marketing, and even logo design. Don't worry, there's a lot more, but I'm not going to list them right here. You need to visit Arden Marketing Enterprises at arden-ent.com. That's A-R-D-E-N-E-N-T.com. Or if you would like to speak personally to the owner of Arden Marketing Enterprises, call Teresa Fikes at 334-648-1214. Again, Teresa Fikes at 334-648-1214. Get on it.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wiregrass Homes. I am your host, Stan Fikes, and I have my beautiful co-host, my wife, Miss Teresa Fikes, with me. Teresa, are you there? Yes, I am. I'm still here. Awesome. Awesome. Did you have a good break? Sure. Got my chocolate coffee with me. I know, and thank you so much for bringing <laughs> me a cup. That was so sweet. <laughs> awesome. 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 Um, y'all, she makes the best chocolate coffee. And normally I drink creamer and things like that in my coffee, but this is awesome. So uh, this is this um, is whipping cream. It's just not regular cream. Uh, Enough for the whole class, you know. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Virtual chocolate coffee. Yeah. Um, well, I was just fixing to say, where's my cup? <laughs> yeah, there it is, right there. Um, right. Well, everybody, we have an awesome show going on tonight. Um, we have Shadow Chasers out of Pensacola, Florida. That's Sarah White and uh, Nina Neal. And these two ladies are just phenomenal. We've been going over some stuff the first half of this show. Um, we were getting deep there for a little bit. We had to kind of back off a little bit. But, uh, yeah, um, a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. But uh, uh, they were just talking about a case that they had had. And, of course, I'm not saying any names. They they call it Sicily Island uh, case. Um, I wanted, Ladies, I wanted to uh, ask you a couple of questions about that. That's okay. I'll try not to get personal with the family or anything. But. Sure. No worries. Awesome. Um, when you guys first got on scene, um, when, when you guys first arrived on the, on the investigation, um, did you notice anything like, um, anything like, uh, anybody had done any type of witchcraft or, or done any Ouija boards or anything like that? I'll let Nina answer. I'm sorry. Oh, Go ahead, um, Sarah. 
Are you there, Nina? Yeah, I am. I was I was talking to my roommate. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, okay. Um, well, to answer you, Stan, um, one of the young girls in the home um, had fooled around with some things of that nature. So there yeah. had been just a little bit of that going on. Okay. That Good. was a previous resident, too, I found out when I was talking to them tonight. Yes. yes. Yep. Well, yeah, they found that up in one of the cubby holes when they were doing the um, restoration on the house. They found the, the Ouija board. Oh, wow. That, that's that's kind of that's kind of interesting to me. Um, and somebody, so, the previous family had had actually put, well, I guess you can say put, but had had gotten the spirit that was doing the most you know, terrorizing of the family into a closet, but they had nailed rusty nails and did an in, like an incantation on the back of a wall of the closet. And then whenever they shut the closet after they felt like they had gotten the entity into the closet, they had actually nailed the closet shut as well to try to keep it in there. But. <laughs> yeah, but. Go ahead and tell them, Nina. Is she there, Nina? I think she's had to take a time off to talk with her roommate. No, no, what she said. I'm here. I'm here. Are oh, you there? You. Okay. But, yeah. And um, by what happened is the curiosity got the best of the family, and so they decided they had to remove these nails. And mm. of course, when <laughs> they did, there was an unpleasant, very unpleasant situation that occurred, and that yep. person actually got jumped. For opening the cabinet, and mm. um, that's when most of the problems started. Um, like they couldn't take baths without getting scratched, except for in one bathroom. So the whole family would end up going to one bathroom to use it, and um, little things like that. That's when basically all the trouble happened. Was when someone got curious and decided let's let's open this cabinet up, mm -hmm. and so they did try to nail it back shut again. The girl there felt that she could handle this and could do this, but she yeah. couldn't, and um, she didn't, so she just actually made the situation worse. Right. And oddly enough, the, the house itself was an old plantation home back in the day that was owned by William Lego Ditto, and Ditto. there was a, there was a, um, a uh, what you call it, a affair between um was it Nettie was that her name Nina yeah. Nettie yeah and uh there was an affair yeah. between her and uh, another man and of course Ditto was in on that too but um when we seen a picture of the the woman that was having the affair everybody that was on the team that was on the case looked at that picture and they said oh my god you look like her and whenever we put the two pictures side by side, one of Nettie and the one of me, I did look like the woman a lot. And I don't know if that's why when I got there that I automatically started feeling the emotional stuff that I felt and then also ultimately being jumped like I did, you know, like mm -hmm. what happened to me because I was such a, you know, a, a similarity, had such a similarity to the actual woman that, 
had the affair there in the home back in the 1800s. Right. Plus, there's another aspect of that, which I found out on the first time I was there. Um, they were asking me to go through look for trigger objects, and right away I pointed to this little blue bottle on the on the mantle, and I mm-hmm. said, "Where'd you find that?" And she said, "Out front, in the ground. They'd buried it." And I told her, well, that had to contain some oleander oil, that she was taking care of the wife who was ill while she was having the affair with her husband. And she became so jealous of her that she went ahead and she killed her with the oleander oil. And she buried the bottle so there'd be no evidence. And her wife was, his wife was considered just dying of natural causes from the disease she had. So um, as soon as we cleared that, that spirit went away. Because she was no longer wanting her story told. Yeah. It's an extremely interesting case. If any, It was on today, and if anyone wants to look it up on Netflix or anything, the case is called Bent on Revenge. And it's it's just an extremely uh, interesting case. It basically is like a soap opera. Basically, There's yeah. A, a paranormal soap opera. There you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a new show. Yeah. There you go. The paranormal <laughs> soap opera. That's a new show. Yeah. <laughs> I got some ideas, y'all. Got some ideas. That one hadn't been done there yet. It has it. Wow. And and being a writer, I could, yeah, I could definitely see where that could go. Run around, <laughs> we could run around. Go for it, like girl. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God! Y'all, <laughs> y'all. You're outnumbered, Stan. You're outnumbered. Yeah. Y'all, like this world needs more paranormal shows like that. Okay. Right. So we could we could actually get off into that realm of the paranormal world, but that would really freak people out. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, there's uh, there's so many of the paranormal uh, TV shows, uh, some in the past and a lot in the present that (laughs) um, I think has screwed up the paranormal field. Right. uh, They have. You know, and and I'll ghost bait. Why? (laughs) Why? Why in the world am I going to put a croaker sack on my head just so I can face the fears of, you know, not. No. All right. Thank you. Need to put the croaker sack on there. You just need to open your eyes and get a good look. Uh, right. You know, get on your knees and talk to God. There's yeah. the, what how you face your fears. And, you know, don't put a croaker sack in, you know, in a supposed demon filled house over your head so a cameraman can. And see you acting crazy. I mean, <laughs> sorry, but that aren't any, you know, aren't any better. You know, right? That's you like that. saying, just come on and jump me. <laughs> sure. sure. Hey, come have a seat in my lap. All right. You know, we'll talk about <laughs> right. That. Not, right. Not happening. Um, so, you know, all of those are pushing for ratings and put, you know, um, they got the ratings, which means they got the commercials, which means they got the checks and, uh, that's pretty much how it works. And, um, 
Somebody asked me not long ago about a couple of the of the ghost shows. If I watch those on TV, I said no, I don't. Um, when I first started getting interested in doing this type of paranormal, if you will, um, I did watch Taps. Um, I also yeah, watched I Paranormal State with Ryan Buell. Mm-hmm. That was probably yeah, my most favorite one. You know, of course, they worked a lot with Lorraine Warren at that time, too, and Ed, I think. But, um, God bless her. Yeah. Yes. And, and, um, but you get into things like the ones we were just talking about Ghostbait, mm-hmm. uh, Ghost Brothers, um, now, Ghost I, Adventures. Oh my God. I knew we were going <laughs> to go into that one. Um, what? Oh, come on. Don't be dissing my boy now. I love Zach. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, okay. You know, uh, they ought to rename the episodes Possessed. You know, the one I like best about Ghost Adventures was when they were going in the house and had the couple in there and they had one room that had a bunch of writing on it <laughs> and they had, you know, they couldn't see each other cause the lights was out. But I noticed <laughs> that he, you passed by the woman and the woman scared him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, oh that, to me, that was the funniest that. one. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I could watch yeah. that one because Zach was like, Oh hell, what happened? You know what? <laughs> Um, right. I love but, Aaron because Aaron's always being sent into the room by himself, and then he'll say, "Well, why I got to go in here? Why is it always?" <laughs> yeah. but, but then Poor when Aaron. something happens, dude. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I've done that a couple of times. Just just to, I like Aaron. Okay, I, I follow him on social media because he's a kook. He does a lot of you know stuff. And, and him as a paranormal investigator, no. An entertainer, yes. Um, you know, it, it, he is a kook and he's funny. Um, and I do that sometimes on our historic in, investigations and stuff. I'll everybody will be busy setting up equipment or whatever, and then I'll just stop. Dude, did you see that or something? You know, and um, <laughs> people would just fall out, but. Uh, um, right. I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not a Zach Bagans fan. I mean, he is. Um, he's an entertainer. That's okay. We'll forgive you for it. <laughs> he, he is. Um, he's a six-figure entertainer. Um, he's got his museum, and yes, I probably would go through his mu- museum just to see what it was like. Um, I would. But yeah. you know, I would too. When those guys started out, they acted differently and treated this field differently. Yes. And then they evolved into what it is now. And, you know, we're Johnny Mackey's going to, you know, but how many, oh, teams, yeah. have been, how many teams have been to Johnny Mackey's and, and um, investigated? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a whole bunch. And how many people's come out of there possessed? Pretty 50-50, I'd say. Um, <laughs> well, you know. Low, low, 
a real low number. But yeah, um, but they claim to be. Right. It, you know, when you get someone that's possessed or <laughs> obsessed or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, every other episode, it kind of gets a little old. But, uh, you know. Yeah, but don't. I, don't you believe, do you believe, now that brings up a question for me, for you, and sure. for, for Nina and Teresa. Um, I believe, it is my belief, and, and it has been my, you know, that I have witnessed, there are people that are on different levels as far as being able to communicate with things so, yeah. of, of the paranormal world. Um, I do believe that some people are more open to be able to become possessed or, or um, identify or talk or speak or interact with a demon or spirit. And then there's some that only scratch the surface and they can maybe feel things, but they can't see or interact or possibly become possessed by one. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that or how, what is your yes. thoughts on that? Um, I believe, yeah. And I think a lot of it has ahead. to do with the faith too. The faith, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, because God do. will protect you. So do you not believe that maybe Zach may be... I've, see, I've read his books that he has, that he's written, and Zach is really on a... He's deep. He's on a deep level. You only see the entertainment side of him mm-hmm. on the shows. If you actually read his books and see what he has experienced down through his life and things that have happened to him and how he actually really deeply feels about the paranormal world, you'll see him in a different light. I kind of felt like you, uh, you know, about him in the beginning, but whenever I got his books and read his books and delved into the deeper side of Zach, then now I understand him a little bit better. Yeah, he's still a showboat. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, hey, he's got to make that bank, baby. He's got to make that bank. And I would, too. He I would make that bank. Do. I'd be bringing that money home and buying anything I wanted with it, you know? I agree. I agree. And I think that there's a way that people can make money from the paranormal. Mm-hmm. That sounds bad. Mm-hmm. But they can still be honest with the people when they're doing like private investigations or they're they're actually doing investigations that's totally different than if they've got some shop over here some museum and they're making money that way i think that's totally different like i never accept rewards for missing person cases if i solve them i never because that's i don't want to take money into those circumstances yeah Right. That, that my, team, my, my team's been offered money, but I've told, yeah. you know, the clients, no, uh, I'm sorry. We appreciate it. You know, thank you very much for offering, but we do what we do for evidence and we do it to help people. We don't do it for monetary value. Right. That's, that's a, for me, it's a calling from God and you don't charge for that. Right. Just don't do it. Yeah. Right. And, and I know a lot of other people, from other religions other than mine feel the same way. You don't do that sort of work to gain money by it or to gain popularity or fame or anything like that. You do it strictly because you're called to help people. 
whether they're like dead that. or alive. That's how I feel. Whether they're dead or alive, you're there to help them. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the gifts that each of us have and that we possess, everybody's born with gifts because I believe that, you know, when, when at the time of conception, God gives each baby, each child, each spirit a, you know, gift or gifts. It can be multiple gifts. And those yeah. gifts down through our life, it's up to us to figure them out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And then do with them what we're supposed to do with them or how we feel God has, has given them us, give, give them to us for us to be able to work with them in our lifetime. But if we don't use them, the Bible will also tell you the gifts are taken away. Yes, I believe that. And too. it can be taken away. Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe so. I had... I had a, I was much stronger. Let me, I'll touch briefly on this, but just to show you what I'm talking about. Years ago, um, I was traveling with my family, with my husband and kids selling stuff. And I had set up a little business over at the Schillinger flea market in Mobile, Alabama. And uh, I was selling Native American things and I was really deep into my heritage and into mysticism and you know studying shamanism and all this other stuff because of my native american heritage and um this woman as i was set up one day this woman come walking down through the market the middle of it and i'll make this as brief as possible because it's really long story but um i i just looked up from the table something just told me to look up and i connected with her and i seen her come down through the middle of the market and she made her way over to the table and she started talking to me and, you know, she was looking at all the native American um, memorabilia and stuff that I had on the table for sale and crystals and whatnot. And, and so she bought a few things. And whenever we went to transfer the money from her hand to mine, my hand touched her, my fingers touched her hand and it was like, a thousand volts or, or more, probably 50,000 volts of electricity went through me. And I looked up at her and automatically it was like somebody else was speaking out of my mouth. It wasn't me. I just said, I'm so sorry. 
and she, she, I mean, her eyes popped, you know, open and she looked at me and she says, what do you mean by that? And here again, that otherworldly side of me says, your husband, he's dying and I'm so sorry. And she just goes, how do you know that? I don't know you, you know, and oh my God, how do you know that? Can you tell me, how do you know? And I said, "I, I just felt that whenever I touched your hand. And I said, he's got cancer. And I said, I'm so sorry. And so we, we talked briefly, you know, and I settled her right down because she was genuinely freaked out. Well, she started mm-hmm. coming to me weekend after weekend after that. And uh, we would talk and I'd, I would pull her behind the booth and I'd pray for her and pray for her husband and whatnot, you know. And then a couple of weekends, I missed her. She didn't show up. And I knew automatically that things had taken a turn for the worse. And when she did come back to me the following Saturday after the two weekends that she had missed, she come running. I mean, she was in a full sprint to me. And I looked up and I said, I seen her and I said, oh, my God, he's passed away. You know, something's definitely wrong, blah, blah, blah. You know, everything was going around in my head. And so when she got to me, she says, I've got to talk to you, Sarah, please, please. And so I pulled her around to the back of the booth, you know, and back where nobody could hear us and, and uh, everything. But yet I could still see my family and my table and stuff. And she says, you've got to help me. No one else can help me, but you've got to help me. She says, I need you. And I said, what's wrong? I said, please. I said, calm down, you know, tell me what's going on. And she said, my husband, he's worse. And I said, well, I know that. I said, I can feel that. And I felt that two weekends ago. And she, she said, you got to come. You got to help me. And uh, so she pulled out, out of her purse, this wad of money. It, it was so big, you probably couldn't get your hand around it. And it was she had rubber bands around it, holding it together. And she pushed it in my hands and told me if I would come and help her, and if I would heal her husband, that that money was mine. And let me tell you something, fellas. It broke me down. I started crying. I told her, I pushed the money back in her hand. And I told her, I said, no, sweetheart. I said, I can't. I said, I'm not a healer. I said, and I can't take your money. I said, I have been talking to you because God gave me that in my heart to talk to you and try to comfort you through this time. But I said, I'm not a healer. I said, the only person that can heal your husband, if it is his will is God. And I said, but please, I said, put your money away. Cause you know, people were looking at us because I've done started bawling like a baby (laughs) because it, it hurt me so bad, you know? Um, and I can't even tell you why it hurt me other than she believed in me so much that, she thought that I could heal her husband and that was not ever the intention that I gave her. And, um, you know, after talking to her and getting her to settle down and realize that, you know, I I did say a long prayer with her to help her on her way. And, and, you know, I sent her back home to her husband. But, um, afterwards I told my husband, I said, I've got to go. I said, watch the booth, watch the kids. I'm out of here because it hurt me so bad. And I took off walking, you guys, in Mobile at Schillinger Flea Market. Had no clue where I was, where I was going, and how I could get back. But my husband said that I was gone about three hours. 
But in that three-hour time, I walked to wherever I went to. And the whole time I was crying and asking God, praying to God to take that gift away from me because it hurt me so bad that, you know, she had that much faith in me that I could heal her husband. And for a very long time, I was not able to sense things and feel things. I had turned it off. And maybe God did take it away from me because he knew it hurt me so bad. And it took a very long time, about a span of 10 years before I guess the hurt left me and I was able to cope and deal with things again. And then I asked God if it was his will to give me the insight back. But you have to be very careful the way that you use your gifts because, you know, the gifts that God does give you, they can be taken away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are gifts. They are just gifts. They are on loan. Yeah. And it's up to you to show respect for that gift. Right. You have to show respect for those gifts, and you have to be smart with the way that you handle the gifts that you've been given. Definitely. No matter what it is. No matter what it is. Like my sister had a beautiful voice. She became this evil woman. She lost her voice. Mm. That was her gift, and she lost it. Mm. But that's a whole other story. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, it is. But so we um, we can we can dive deep. <laughs> we can dive deep. Yep. But um y'all got y'all got your snorkel mask and your your air tank. We can dive even deeper. You know? <laughs> the paranormal world is so deep, you guys. People just don't realize. They don't understand it. Yeah, that's and like I saw when you guys have been to the old poly jail and I tell you, that's amazing. I want to go back to that place again. Lolly Jail is amazing. Is an amazing is. place to be. Yeah. It is. The, just just the historical uh, phase of that is is just consuming. I mean, it it'll consume you. And uh, you know, when we were doing research on that, we found um, um, I'm not going to use discrepancies. But we found some uh, other ideas, if you will, about what actually happened in some, to some of the people in the jail. Right. And, um, you know, when we go, we investigate Pauly Jail and the city cemetery there. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, it was said that one of the inmates was pulled from the jail and strung up in one of the trees. And... Uh, Outside the, the, the jail, said outside. Yeah. The, one was saying outside the jail, and one was saying in the cemetery there, the city cemetery. And honestly, he it was way down the road, way way down the road past the cemetery, um, yeah. where that occurred. You know, they shot him 150 times after 150 times right. after they strung him up. So, oh um, God, yeah, Aberdeen was. Um, uh, and Teresa and I both, with all our findings and research, we believe the boy was innocent. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in those times, with all the racial uh, value of things, uh, everybody going against uh, each race, it, it was just crazy. And it was easy to open and shut a case by just grabbing a hold of the first 
person they come to that had any type of link to the crime. Right. If they'd walked by that person an hour before it happened, that's them, you know? Sure. Yeah. You know, that's the ones that done it. So, but we, uh, through our research, have found um, a lot of uh, things that went in another direction. Um, so, one thing that there is in that cemetery um, is a person, and and every time I go, um, I speak with this person, and I get a lot of interaction with him, and uh, it's probably the highlight of the investigation for me is over in the cemetery, um, and, and if you guys get a chance to go to the cemetery and investigate there's one grave there that is a mass grave and yes. it it says that they died from the plague and they were all union soldiers oh wow yeah <laughs> and well, they a lot of people say that's the confederate uh, cemetery it is not there not. are confederates buried there there's union soldiers buried there there's women and children buried there and there's graves that's been moved to there, supposedly. The markers have been right. moved anyway. Yeah. And, and there's that's a, happened in a lot of cemeteries. There's mm -hmm. a building there that's sitting on top of a grave. Yes. Because they couldn't, uh, I don't remember, they couldn't find the family to get permission or the family couldn't afford to move his grave. So they just built mm -hmm. over it. But I have inter yeah. interaction with that person every time I go. And uh, it, it, it is totally amazing when you can walk in the cemetery and speak one name. And um, I'm not going to say that name just simply because, right. um, you know, people, when they go, I, I don't want to spoil things for them. You know, they need to learn on their own and, and make those contacts. But uh, um, this this person that... Uh, he loves to talk with people and loves to interact with people. And, uh, you know, you get that whole giddy feeling every time you go there. So yeah. uh, if you guys get a chance to go there, um, which we have, we have an investigation there get, uh, coming up in October, and we're going to probably add another one there. We have so many many groups and people that wants to go want to go with us. You know, Folly Jail is only so big, but um, I mean we could get a bunch of people there. But um, yeah, we don't we want to get into a situation where we're interfering with anybody. So um, we're gonna set that up where um, we'll have uh, have several groups at one time. So uh, cool, yeah. count us in. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, there's we'll, no we'll, phone we'll service up that way. I can tell you, you don't get any phone service. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we do. We we you have do. Verizon, and we don't have any problem there. Oh, okay, I'll mention the other one, AT and T. Right, right, yeah, yeah, Miss, the curator of the museum, she tells us, make you know, anything yeah. but Verizon doesn't pick up, and and now. Mind you, even the mighty Verizon, as I call it, um, in some of the outskirts of the town doesn't pick up. So, and yeah. in Union Springs, they have 
to me, probably the world's smallest McDonald's. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Three <laughs> tables. Three tables. <laughs> oh my God! The arches—they only have one arch. <laughs> yes, they do. They serve tea, water, Coca-Cola, coffee, and orange yes. juice. Oh wow! <laughs> we went. We went. Dot I don't think they have it. No, they didn't have it whenever we went. Oh, oh my gosh. It was like <laughs> seven, seven or eight of us. And we went into the uh, into the lobby area <laughs> and back. took up all of the chairs. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> they did have a few more tables outside with the umbrellas over it. Because I was thinking <laughs> we were going to have to go out there, but it was cold during that time. Uh-huh. Yeah. All the while that we were there, that was back, that was in November we went that year, <laughs> we had all our stuff set up, but we was kind of letting the dust settle, so we decided we go to McDonald's to get something to eat. We come back, and all our equipment <laughs> had been logging these doors slamming and voices and all kind of stuff going on. Like, And we missed it because we went to McDonald's. Right. But oh, we, wow. we we got it. We got it on our DVR system. Picked it up. Well, I can talk hmm. that when we went to um, the Myrtles, we had left our equipment running while we were gone. Of course, there's we had the caretakers' quarters, and you had a big clunk clunk, clunk with the locks and everything. Uh-huh. But we've been gone about an hour, and all of a sudden you just hear four heavy footsteps, the toilet seat being lifted up, someone peeing, and that's it. Nobody came in, nobody left. And when we came, the toilet seat was down when we came back. I mean, we don't know. I guess we caught a residual of the ghost peeing. <laughs> Everybody got to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh my God. Well, let's hope yeah. that's definitely residual. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we had cameras running and everything, nothing came in. So, I mean, that's his whole purpose, I guess, is to come into the caretaker's quarters and. For a wee pee. Well, now if you wow. go to Poly Jail and you hear somebody peeing, they don't have a bathroom in Poly Jail, so it's right. got to be. They do. they do have bathrooms. Right. They have bathrooms all over, but they're not working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, thank goodness, the police left the courthouse open for us so we could run back and forth because yeah. we didn't have anything over there. We had to run an extension court from the courthouse over to the Poly Jail to run equipment. Yeah. That's what we did too. At yeah. first, they had a post there, but I think somebody ran yeah. into the post. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> then that air conditioning unit at the sheriff's department at the courthouse, when it turned on, just made it oh, horrible yeah. noise like a banshee. It'd be like, oh my God, oh yeah, it's just great air conditioning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that poly jail, I highly recommend that place for people to investigate. It definitely checks all the boxes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you you go to Poly Jail and uh, miss out on an experience. You uh, yeah. may not have been doing it right because uh, they're there all the time. And now right. you know that if you sleep in the bunks, that it's got rat turds all over it. Right. 
spiders, <laughs> dust. I don't know, but it's got oh some stuff gosh. like that on it too. <laughs> Rat turds. The perils of a, the perils of being a paranormal investigator. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That's the right. things we deal with. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that my other teammate learned is you have to ask permission to sit on the bunk because that's your whole life. That's your room. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. don't just go in there and sit down. Oh. You know, I don't care if she's been dead for a hundred years. You don't go in there and sit down on her bunk. So I mean, no, I they wouldn't want to before I would do that. So she had to put up with quite a bit of stuff herself with that. She got punched and scratched and all kinds of stuff. Choked. Oh. <laughs> well, if you don't go in a conjugal uh, or the solitary confinement and uh-huh. um, and try to entice a ghost. Shawana did. Her, I went and going to say her name. Shawana did. Oh, my goodness. Yes. She had a good time. Well, I might because everybody on the team calls me ghost bait, so they always send me in to lure them out, and usually it's the bad ones that I lure out. So, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Do we need to bring a coker sack? That would. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Then Sarah nope. needs to go on the third floor. They have a room, a special room on the third floor too. Sure. We say third floor, third floor, I'm trying to think. I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I remember. Okay, okay. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> Ain't no shame in my SLS game, camera. girl. I'll do it. <laughs> we had the SLS camera running, and we said, if you want to, come on out and do something. At least we're getting ready to go. Do something for us. Come out here. Do a little dance. All of a sudden, this thing jumps out and does a little dance. And the SLS <laughs> camera, you catch it. He goes back <laughs> in his table again. It's like, all right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so pretty cool. For you, you know. Oh yeah, they'll talk with you, and um, they'll interact with you if you let them. Smoke cigarette oh, with yeah. you, drink yeah, a little shots of moonshine. Yeah, deal some cards <laughs> with you and dance with you. Yeah, you know? yeah. That that jail takes care of everything. 
definitely. Pull your hair. They will get. If you have long hair and leave it hanging down, they will pull it. (laughs) Down to my hips. They definitely will interact with you on stuff like that because we went over to Murder Creek in um, Bruton, Alabama and did an investigation on the park over there. And while we were walking the park, we were getting all kinds of hits on um, camera and on the DVR and stuff. And when we, I mean, just as clear as day as I'm talking to you guys, we were walking around this one area where you could actually go down to the river there and it had like a sandbar there. And we were walking past it and I was talking to them with the DVR telling them that they could talk to us with the, the, the device in my hand and not be afraid to talk. And clear as day, you hear this male voice and he goes, nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was the only female in the group and I'm like did you guys say that no Sarah what are you talking about and I said well listen to this and we rolled it back and, and you could hear it clear as day you know I was telling them they could talk to us and then this male voice goes nice butt and I'm like oh my god I'm getting out of here <laughs> but, I'm too but, old for that but, stuff yeah. Right? I'm too yeah. way too old for that. At least you're not married. <laughs> well, I definitely Yeah, I would not want to go into solitary confinement, that's for sure. <laughs> He's the one that did. Oh, Stan's thinking up something evil. What are you thinking? <laughs> oh, so one so I went into solitary confinement and uh Oh no. Um, yeah, I had a, a DVR camera set up in there and I'm walk. I walked outside for something. One of the other guys had called me to ask me a question or something, and I walked back in. Teresa was sitting there watching the DVR, and, and uh, I seen that she was had the the camera in the solitary confinement blown up as one thing. And I'm like, "What are you looking at?" I said, "Wait a minute, who is that?" And she said, "That's Shawana." And I turned the sound on, and oh my god. <laughs> Whatever it was, a paranormal porn, that was it. <laughs> oh, oh my God, God. for real? She wasn't getting, she wasn't getting that bad, but she was talking to them. She was laying <laughs> on the bunk, and she was just talking to them, inviting them to come in and have a good time. Oh my gosh! Oh my God! <laughs> I'm not that lonely. I'm not that lonely. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, There's no way I can watch this anymore. I can't watch it anymore. I got to go. So oh, I- my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, Ghosthunters.com, right? <laughs> Do what now? You don't have to be lonely at Ghosthunters.com. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's another show right there. <laughs> there you go. Fair. Paranormal uh, affairs. <laughs> right? Are you a paranormal investigator? Are you single? I've got the place for you. <laughs> one woman buried a ghost. It's like, really? You know? Oh, I know. I, did you guys see that? Where that woman married a, a ghost pirate? Or yeah. a pirate ghost? Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. She divorced him here not too long ago. Right, right, yeah. I wonder if she got out of it. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Evidently, he was playing around on her from what she. <laughs> I wonder did she did she get a hold of his treasure? I felt like <laughs> there should have been about on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my word. He's back on the clean subject now, okay? About shows. <laughs> I know okay. But the new show, The Ghost of Morgan City. Is out uh-huh. now, and it stars Jeremy Leonard and um, Sarah, another another psychic and stuff like that. It's one of the best paranormal shows I've seen in a while because they explain all the equipment. You know, I mean, they give the real <laughs> basics, but I mean, this whole yeah, thing, I missed that the other night. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be on again tomorrow night. And mm, that's cool. And, and he would love to be on your radio show too. So sure, very yeah. Um, I talked to him while we were while I was on we were on that break. I sent him a little message. He goes, "Well, they haven't called me." I said, "What number do you want them to use?" So absolutely, I'll contact. <laughs> yeah, because he's a, he's very interesting to listen to. I mean, he's you'll be sitting there with your your chin on both hands listening to him talk because he's just so interesting to listen to. Cool. Um, yeah. In fact, I thought at one point I was friends with him on Facebook. Um, I'm uh-huh. friends with so many people. Um, right. Right. Um, sometimes I, I lose, uh, you know, literally, I counted them. I got 25 friend requests today. Oh, wow. Facebook does deletions, you know. I think they do selective deletions every so often just to keep the people upset with each other. Yeah, um, and the only friends request I sent out today was the one that I sent to Nina. <laughs> so it it gets kind of crazy, but I will contact him. Yeah, I mean we, I mean I I love to to talk to people about the paranormal and and get their outlook on things, and um, you know this field is so vast and and. We need so many different people that are legitimately uh, searching for answers and out there helping people. Exactly. And, uh, He's so down to earth and entrancing to listen to. I mean, if he was talking in the mall, you'd stop to listen to what he said if you're walking by. He's just that charismatic. Right. So you'll really enjoy having him on your show. Not like us, but, you know. You know. <laughs> I'm enjoying having y'all on the show too. It's awesome. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, you have to have us back again. Oh yeah, y'all definitely gonna come back. Um, yeah. I, I, Stephen is uh, sitting down enjoying supper and is listening. He says so. Uh, he's gonna make the next show, and uh, you know I may do a. Uh, Hello, Stephen. We missed you tonight, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh Steve yeah, is Steven, a great I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to be on the show. <laughs> right. He's he's my lead investigator for um Shadow Chasers Two. He's our Andalusia chapter over there in Andalusia, Alabama. And uh, oh, you gotta say it right, Alabama. Have you ever been to um the the Ritter Jail over in Louisiana? 
No. No. We're getting ready to investigate that on August 17th. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Any information that people may have regarding that, I'd appreciate them letting me know. Because right. apparently it's even spookier than Old Polly. Well, I wow. cannot wait for that. Gothic. I'll send you the picture. It's a very gothic-looking place. Right. It looks like it's very haunted. That's cool. Um, yeah. We uh, we've got we were so booked up. Uh, we've got an investigation coming up on the thirteenth. Um, a private investigation, and then we have Poly Jail in October. And also, we want to go to that if possible, man. I tell you, I want to okay. go to Poly. I want to meet that Renee face to face. Um, we have Cahaba in October as well. Um, we may be doing um, a couple of attractions here locally uh, during that time as well. So uh, we got a lot on the books, and uh, we do opening for. Um, Columbia Manor, too, in Columbia, Alabama. We go out there and do the radio show for them. That's a 100-year-old manor. It was over 100-year-old, but it's a haunted attraction that is really haunted. It's really haunted. It used to be a Pellegra <clears throat> hospital and sanatorium before, and the guy just seen it was a really old building and thought it looked interesting, and he was trying to find a way of raising money to help the local fire, de- fire departments and rescue departments. And he had always wanted to open an attraction like that. So he chose that one. And he realized that actually it chose him. <laughs> right. So it was, right. It was a Pellegra hospital? Yes. Uh-huh. How interesting. I would love to see the mm-hmm. spirit there. You know? Well, yeah. I would do. Amazing. My cameraman, which of course he was kind of a rookie, um, uh-huh. uh, he was he was learning. But we were in in an area within the house and or the the manor, and I asked one simple question, and then all of a sudden he's like, "My side's burning, my side's burning," and he got scratched. Well, oh wow, that kind of that kind of freaked him out, and. Uh, but he had been there with us all evening, and he got a chance to to do a little bit uh, investigating. Um, we had were were on a there was myself, one of the other co-founders, Chris, and he was also my equipment tech, and uh, uh, the other guy. He was learning about the equipment, so we were on the stairwell and doing an EVP session. And Chris is down at the bottom with a K2. Well, um, Paxton's at the top of the stairs uh, with another EMF detector. And Chris would ask a question. And in just a minute, upstairs, it would, the EMF detector up there would go off. And then he would ask a question. And the one downstairs that Chris had would go off. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Y'all just keep going. They're asking questions and so on and so forth. And then I got to watching the whole pattern. It was going back and forth. And there was two hmm. separate people. And the the Chris, I said, Chris, hold your hold the K2 low. 
and he held it low. And then it went off. And I said, now slowly raise it up. And it got to probably three feet and it quit. I'm like, oh, wow. y'all have, y'all have two kids running up and down them steps right there. And, um, we had done an EVP session and picked up on two female voices. Well, we got tired. We had, we went upstairs and the only way to get back around to where we were supposed to be. Now, mind you, they've got this place set up in a big maze. Well, you had to crawl through the fireplace down this long little corridor that you're crawling to get back to another room to go down the original staircase. Well, mm-hmm. Paxton's in the beginning. He goes down the staircase. And as soon as he gets to the bottom, I heard him holler. Oh, my God. And he was running back up the staircase. And he's like, it just called my name. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I said, man, let's go. He says, I ain't going back down the steps. I'm coming back that way. And I said, you're really going back down in that? There's no lights in there. He says, well, I'm staying with you. <laughs> so down we go. Yeah. And we go back. The uh, owner of the place was back at our command center. And as we walked into the command center, he looked at me and he said, well, did y'all get anything? And I said, I said, you know, I said in the in the stairwell, it seems like there's two little girls that's running up and down, and his eyes got as big as fifty cent pieces, and his mouth dropped open. He says that was one of the original wings of the Pelegra Hospital, and mm. it burned, and there was two little girls that burned to death in that wing. Oh wow! And so he says. Uh, there's only been one other group that got any type of anything like that. And he says, that just blows my mind. And I'm like, yeah, you should have been in there with us, you know. And, <laughs> right. But things like that just totally set me back to like, okay, I don't want to leave. I want to stay and see what else I can find. Um, right. As soon so, as it's called your name, that's it. You're home. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we were told to get out by a real raspy voice. Um, of course, I didn't hear this until, you know, the, the few days after I was listening to the EVPs and I ran it back and I said, what did that say? And I amplified it a little bit and it was clear as day. I asked, I had introduced three of us. And I asked, is there anyone with us? And then immediately, as soon as I got that out of my mouth, it said, get out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, now you hear it, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, but we had the whole chandelier type thing moving in the, because I think one of the nurses hung herself in the, in the foyer. And, um, and the doctor committed suicide in the front room area um they were like having an affair type thing and uh, somebody found out or something like that so they you know it's pretty tragic that that happens and uh, the wife found out was it the wife wife found out yeah i was thinking the nurse's husband or something it was the wife 
because he was say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. He said everything because his wife knew. We don't like she, she rocked his world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've wow. always heard, too, if you're, if you're a bad person while you're living and you pass away without changing your demeanor or asking for forgiveness, you know, or, or whatever that you do when your time comes, if you, when you die and you're in that same state that you were in, in life, you're the same way in death. So we've got some grouchy <laughs> spirits out there. And then we've got some that are truly good and they want to communicate and talk with you. And then you've got the truly you know, bad ones, the demonic ones and stuff. So it's, right. you know, you, when you go to the investigations, it's like a coin toss. You never know what you're going to get until you get there and you start delving into everything and then you find out what's going on. It's like a right. box of chocolates. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Never know what you get. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, well, well, ladies, um, it's 16 after nine. Um, can you guys, Sarah, can you tell everybody who is on your team? Because we didn't go over that beginning, kind of give everybody a idea of what their names are and what they do. Okay. Well, the team's kind of taken a, a transition, and um, it's myself and, of course, my husband. And then uh, my husband's just the investigator, and he helps out with the things that he can, um, the way he works, he's not able to do a whole lot, but, um, then there's Jonathan. He's our lead tech guy and, um, one of the lead investigators on the team. And, uh, Nina has come in with us. And of course you, you guys have heard from miss Nina tonight. She's amazing. She's absolutely everything rolled into one that, uh, I love her to death. And if I could keep her on the team, on my team specifically, she'd be here, but, you know, I got to spread her around a little bit because <laughs> she's, yeah, she's debate, so good so. at what she does. Right, right. But um, there's Nina, of course. And then there, let's say there's uh, Austin. And he is an empath as well, an investigator. There is uh, Stephen Day, 
which uh, is heading up our, like I said a while ago, our Andalusia, Alabama mm-hmm. team for Shadow Chasers 2. There is uh, another young girl that uh, her and her fiance, I've known her for mm, probably about 12 years. She is a empath and um, very in tune with the paranormal world as well. And of all things, her name is Sarah White as well. So mm. <laughs> I, I don't know how I'm going to handle two Sarah Whites on the team, uh, you know, but because uh, whenever one is talking to me, you know, she's going to answer. So, you know, we're going to have to figure that out. But her and her uh, fiance, Matt, are coming in. So basically that's the, the team in a nutshell right now. Gotcha. Well, I wrote. I got a very, very eclectic group. Exactly. I uh, I wrote down the other Sarah White is Sarah White number two. There you go. <laughs> that might work. <laughs> Sarah uh, White number two. <laughs> Sarah White number two. But, uh, well, that's cool. I mean, that's, you know, when we came over and worked with you guys with that case that you guys were doing, um, of course, mm-hmm. you, had a, you had a great team then, and it just looks like you've increased the your 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 team's value if you will and uh so i have that's awesome yeah that's absolutely awesome and well uh, with everybody's work schedule and you know some can make it to one and some can't make it to the other you know so i just increased the team a little bit to give us uh you know the stability to be able to help people at the time whenever they call and we can get to them so right just working yeah. it from different angles because you have to, you know, you, you know as well as I do. You got to do what you got to do. Sure. Teresa, how many do we have now? I'm not sure. I think 14. 14. Oh, wow. wow. Um, and we're um, never all together at once. Except one right. little tiny house and everybody showed up. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We we had to stand outside. It was so small. I mean, yeah. one person had to go in and set up two cameras. And, um, oh, my goodness. But everybody showed. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm proud of this. We ain't got nothing to do, but I'm proud of it. Yeah, it's um, working well, we've around. Got everybody a, works different schedules, and it's kind of hard to right. manage. That's what I was trying to do, yeah. Nina works quite a bit, and she's she's going to be with me off and on, you know, and of course, working with the other uh, teams that she works with as well. So, you know, you just you just do what you do and just keep pressing forward and trying to help people and collecting that evidence. Absolutely. During the period, unity and keeping all the teams together, like with these other teams I'm working with, I invite Sarah along on those investigations too. Right. So, you know, yeah, amazing. and uh, we've got an investigation coming up this Saturday that uh, one of or two – of Nina's friends, Jill, and is Mickey coming too, Nina? Yes, Mickey's coming too. Okay, there'll be um, two guest investigators coming in, which will be Jill and Mickey with us this coming Saturday on our investigation. Cool. Is that a private residence? So we all just, it's yeah. a private, yes, it's a private mm-hmm. residence. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Um, Sarah, how about, uh, have you heard anything from the Hotel de Finiac? Yes, I have. I was going to bring that up. Um, We are talking to, it seems like uh, the hotel has changed hands again. So Uh uh, we are talking to the head person there now. 
and mm-hmm. he's waiting to get clearance on us actually coming back. And I was uh, actually there at the Hotel de Phineac this past Tuesday. Sure enough, I went over there Tuesday and um, still felt the same crazy feelings that I felt whenever I was there with the team back a year or two ago. Well, about I think it was last year. And uh, I cannot wait to get back up in there. Cannot wait. And you guys will be coming with us. And Nina's going to come with us on that one because I definitely want her to go in and uh, Teresa, too, as as a you know, empaths and just tell me what they feel and, and let's just do this thing again and see what we catch this time around. Absolutely. It sound, it, yeah, I'm ready. Whenever you just let yeah. us know. Oh, I'm past ready. <laughs> I'm <laughs> past ready. I've been itching to get back in there for a while now. So it looks like it may happen. So y'all just hang tight and I'll let you know of uh, the conversation as it gets back to me and, and when we can get in there. Absolutely. Okay. Sounds good. Teresa, do you have anything? I don't. You don't have anything? Okay. No, I think we said it all. Awesome. Well, uh, well and then some. Sarah? <laughs> yeah. Um, let everybody know how they can get a hold of Shadow Chasers. Well, of course, um, you can go to our webpage. And uh, that's I, I don't know how Jonathan has it. Uh, I'm bad about that. I, he's our tech guy. And, He's pretty savvy with all that stuff, but you can look us up with like www.shadowchasers.com, I believe. And then, of course, we're on Facebook. Uh, you can hit up the uh, actual Shadow Chasers page and then uh, Shadow Chasers 2, the Andalusia uh, team. And uh, then, of course, phone numbers. Mine is 850-736-7705. Feel free to call anytime. Awesome. Awesome. Um, everybody, this is an awesome team, caring team. These guys, they work well together. Um, they work well with other teams and, uh, you would just be blessed and, and just all out satisfied by contact. Um, Nina. Yeah. Can you, can you tell us where you're going to be or what, what team you're going to be with or what you got going on and how people can contact you. <laughs> well, you can contact me at D to D on Facebook. I'm basically, like I say, um, I'm just into this pair unity thing. So whichever team needs me for when, um, like right now I'm working for missing person cases and two missing pet cases. And, um, so I kind of try and take care of those as best I can mixing in with the different teams. So any teams that need me or anything or anyone that needs to have a reading, you know, I do do readings for donations. But again, I don't call anyone back from the other side. If someone shows up, we'll talk. Right. Awesome. Well, that's cool. Well, ladies, I want to thank you for being on Wiregrass Haunts tonight, um, hanging out with me and Teresa. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that's changing with the network and with Wiregrass Haunts and Miss um, Mary that was my co-host she decided to move on to um, to other things she may she may be back on a show on the network um, she had to take a little break Miss um, Mary is a special special person and uh, uh, Mary Curion she is she is definitely a godsend and. Uh, but I'm I'm glad, and I want to say welcome to my wife, 
Miss Teresa Feig. She does such an awesome job helping me with this show. Yes, she does. The team, (laughs) all the websites, and if anybody needs any type of writing or website, logos, anything like that, you need to contact my wife and contact her, Teresa Fikes, or Teresa, tell them how they can get a hold of you. <laughs> you can go to Arden Marketing Enterprises and contact me through the website, or you can look me up on Facebook as Arden Marketing Enterprises, or as Teresa Jenkins Fikes on Facebook. Good deal. So, you know, she without her, there would be no no way I could get everything done and. And stuff right, like right. so much stuff to take care of. So she's a godsend and, and I love her dearly. Um you guys make well, an awesome team, Sam. Yeah. Thank, well, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. You're welcome the show tonight. Thank you so much for taking your time to spend it with us. You're welcome. Well we I wanna say, you know, in closing before we do close out, um thank you guys for being the amazing people that you are, the friends that you are the paranormal investigators that you are. Um, I've got the best of both worlds because, you know, you are who you are to me, near and dear to my heart. And then also, you know, the paranormal world has you as well. You know, so thank you for being the outstanding individuals that you both are. I can't thank you enough. And thank you for believing in my team and having us on the radio show. Can't thank you enough. Anything I can do for y'all, you just let me know. Well, thank Thank you. you. Absolutely. We're we're just so privileged to have you guys on the show and and putting a different outlook out there in the paranormal field. And you guys know that we need that. I mean, we we need all walks of life in the paranormal field and because it's evolving every day. And uh, it is. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And if anybody needs to contact Web Paranormal Group, you can go to our Facebook page or webparanormalgroup.com. Um, you can contact us there. Just uh, hit that Hey You button over to the side, and we'll talk with you. And, uh, you know, y'all kind of watch out for things to come along with Web Paranormal and Shadow Chasers. So, uh yeah, absolutely. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening to Wiregrass Haunts, and y'all please come back. It's going to be two weeks. Next week uh, is for the around the fourth, so we're not going to have a show. So it'll be the following week. So y'all just kind of watch out for a banner. I got some special guests coming in, and uh, they are they're pretty awesome. So all right, yeah, well, let everybody have a. Tell everybody to have a safe and happy 4th of July. And please be careful, everybody, with those firecrackers. Don't oh, be blowing yeah. anybody's fingers off or anything. Yeah. That's be right. responsible. Have a good time, good holiday, but be responsible, please. Yes. Yeah. All righty. Well, guys, thank you all so much. And we will see you on the other side. All right. Thank you. <laughs> good to the
closing time Turn all of the lights on Over every boy and every girl Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your whiskey or beer Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off. 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.